Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. This is your host, Francis Vitakovic, and on this podcast, I'll be sharing with you the most valuable strategies to live your one wildly beautiful and most precious life because this is it, my friend. In case you haven't guessed when it comes to life, there's no rewind or pause button that exists. They say that the way that you spend your days is the way that you spend your life. So my one and only goal here is to help you stop wasting your time, stop holding yourself back in life, stop experiencing non-stop negative mind chatter, stop just dreaming without doing and start living life fearlessly instead with more purpose, focus and intention. I sincerely want you to live life in a way that when you come to the end of it, you know deep down in your heart that you 100% gave it your all, flaws and all. This podcast is not about doing life perfectly. Instead, it is about experiencing and living life with more clarity and courage and truly appreciating this precious adventure that we are so blessed to be on. So if you're with me here today, it's time to stop spinning in circles, get off the hamster wheel for good, put your hands back on the steering wheel of your life and finally start living life in a way that you won't later regret. With that being said, let's dive on in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. If you are a parent with me today, you are in for a special treat. So I wrote an incredible book a few years ago called When Bad Parents Equal Great Kids. It was all about the perfect guide for imperfect parents, and it questioned the following hypothesis. If bad parenting supposedly, in inverted commas, equals bad kids, and good parenting supposedly equals great kids, how come it sometimes goes the other way? What if everything that you think is so terrible about parenting, about being a parent, and the way that you're doing things isn't really so terrible? And what if you could technically be a great parent, even when society deems some of your parenting behaviors to be less than desirable? So that book was for any parent who's ever wondered if they're less than perfect parenting skills. And I think we can all pull up our hand and say that we feel like we're sometimes less than perfect. This book was for anyone who'd ever wondered, you know, am I causing permanent damage to your kids? And it was also for any parent who needs to absolutely know the truth that sometimes good enough parenting is actually more than enough. So my little special treat for you today is I'm going to be sharing with you three chapters from this book over the next three episodes. If this content at all resonates with you, I encourage you to go and check out my course, Be a Better Parent in 30 Days, which is really the simplest, easiest way to totally transform the relationship that you have with your kids in just a month. Yep, just a month. I've had hundreds of people go through the course. They've all raved about it. And I know that it is definitely possible for you to also transform the relationship that you have with your own kids, no matter what their age and no matter how you've been showing up until now. Okay, because that is all about to change. So until then, why don't we dive into this chapter, this special episode from one of the favorite books that I've ever written, When Bad Parents Equal Great Kids. So this chapter is all about the two different sorts of parents. The good parents are those who make parenting look so easy and bad parents or so-called bad parents are those who actually know the truth that parenting can be really, really hard. So let's start with these so-called good parents. These so-called good parents have a really powerful impact on the general public and society in one of two ways. So number one is They give expectant parents or people who haven't had kids yet this impression that, my gosh, parenting is going to be so easy. It's going to be a piece of cake. I'm going to have this totally covered because, you know, that's what these so-called good parents are saying, that it's really, really easy. And then you've got the second way that they impact society, which is number one, they make all the other parents, other so-called bad parents currently deep in the trenches, feel like total crap and as if they're failing at their job of raising their kids. These so-called good parents have kids who sleep through the night from day one. These so-called good parents never look frazzled, probably because their baby is sleeping through the night. They're so relaxed. They never complain. They have like maybe one to 10 kids and still they would not even be phased one bit. These so-called good parents are the envy of a town, a rare species that we all wish that we could embody. 
But when I say they're rare, this is because where most of us actually find it really easy to put up our hand and say, yep, no, 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 I'm one of those so-called bad parents, okay? These so-called bad parents think that there must be something inherently wrong with them when they look at all these other parents who are gliding through parenting without even messing up a single piece of their perfect hair. Okay, they always look good. Their kids are always well-behaved. These so-called bad parents question their parenting skills. They sometimes struggle to hold it together. They feel lucky just to score a shower when their kids are young. They might consider that to be the one thing, like the pinnacle of their tutor list. If they get a shower, okay, it's a good day. The parents in this category sometimes struggle to put on a brave face, even on the darkest days. They quickly learn that they might not be able to survive, like they really can't survive without any outside help. And these parents know that they are fallible, that they're not perfect, and they know that parenting is secretly one of the hardest jobs in the world. Parenting is full of worry and stress and heartache and love, such deep love. They feel all the emotions fully, and it's also mixed with hope and fear and a lack of sleep and among other things. And if they ever accidentally make parenting look really easy to the outside world, they know that it's just an illusion. Like you can step behind the curtain and you will see the truth of the matter, just how challenging parenting can be. The never ending piles of laundry and washing and cleaning and school stuff. Behind the curtain, there is so much of the stuff that those good parents never ever talk about. And they probably just pretend that it doesn't exist. Okay. But it does exist. So here's why being a so-called good parent in this example might sometimes backfire. It is one thing to, you know, to make parenting look really easy because Maybe you're born with this freakish ability to never get annoyed, or maybe you have this never-ending amount of patience inside of you. That is so good. And I have no doubt that there are genuine great parents like that. They exist out in the world, you know, because every species has a rarity. But this is completely different from being one of those so-called good parents who put on a fake front when they're really struggling beneath the surface. Why would you hide those struggles? Why would you not just admit that you are a human? I welcome you to join that parenting can be really challenging and we know it club, okay? There's so many people in this club. I probably am the president of it. Here's what all the so-called great parents, those really patient ones who pretend that parenting is super easy need to know. They are in the minority. For the vast majority of moms and dads, parenting is in fact hard work. It can be really challenging. And I don't really mean hard work as in, you know, physically and mentally. I work like a donkey all day before collapsing into bed, totally exhausted each night, hard work. Even though lots of parents would say, oh my gosh, that is, you're actually just describing my life to me right now. In fact, I would say that's how I definitely felt when my kids were aged between zero and five years like being there and done that but here's the thing okay like I know it's really weird for me to admit that parenting can be hard work and challenging because people might say well why did you have kids if it's so damn hard well here's the thing by hard work I don't mean that it's not worth it and that it's not enjoyable so let me use a personal example just to explain what I mean by this so in case you don't know I used to be a full-time writer in fact people were often surprised to hear that I published over 20 books in my career now you would think that after 20 books and after I think I've now written like over 500 articles on my website that I would be just the most effortless writer who can probably type manuscripts while I'm sleeping. But that is not the case. Like writing books still to this day is still a really difficult process for me at times. I feel mentally and emotionally drained. Sometimes producing new content feels like it's just getting like blood out of a stone. But at the same time, I love, love, love doing it. Okay. I keep going back for more because I find it to be so fulfilling. It gives me the greatest pleasure. 
nature, seeing how I can just like weave random words together to create something super special. So yes, like it's hard work. Writing can be hard work, but it is worth every single second that I spend doing it and I wouldn't trade it for the world. And the same goes for parenting. That's how I feel about parenting. And same goes for people who create works of art or maybe people who build infrastructure or God, I know like my husband uses golf as an example. He says it's like the most intensely difficult game, but that doesn't stop him from playing it. Same goes for chess or soccer, every other sport in the world. They're all difficult, challenging games to play, especially when you're at a competitive level, but people keep on playing it because they love it. So let me just explain to you some of the virtues and rewards of hard work, okay? Because I don't want to give hard work a bad name. It was Frank Sonnenberg who said, hard work isn't a punishment, it is a gift. And then you have Gordon B. Hinckley who said, without hard work, nothing grows but weeds. And then you have Simon Sinek who said, working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. Working hard for something we love is called passion. And I'm sure that we all love our kids because nothing in life that's worth having comes easily. So the next time you hear any parent say that parenting can be really hard work, that doesn't mean that they're whinging and whining or that they're going to trade their kids in for, you know, the single life or that they don't love their kids. They might just simply be stating the truth and they might even know like I do that just because it's hard work, it doesn't mean it isn't worth it. So my friend, I hope that you've enjoyed this three-part series where I've been sharing those little chapters from my book, When Bad Parents Equal Great Kids. If this resonates with you at all and you want to take your parenting to the next level, please make sure to check out my course, Be a Better Parent in 30 Days, which you can find on my website, inspiringmumlife.com, under the shop tab. My friends, I have loved and appreciated having you on this episode with me. It's always so much fun. And it's been so long since I actually recorded anything to do with parenting. So I'm glad I took the time to do something different. So my friend, take care. I hope you have the most amazing day, amazing week, and I can't wait to catch you on the next episode. Until then, much love from me. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast. I really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life. If you'd love to stay in touch, please know that you can always find me on Instagram at Francis Vitakovic, or you can visit my website, inspiringmumlife.com, where you can sign up and receive so many amazing freebies that I've created just for you to help you implement all my teachings into practice. There you'll also find all my online courses, resources, and programs that I've created to help you uplift your life in seriously the simplest way possible so that you can ultimately create for yourself a life that feels simpler, lighter, and allows you to show up in a way that you love as your best and most authentic version of yourself. Now, remember, this podcast is all about not just dreaming, but also doing because to create true sustainable change in your life, you need to be willing to do things differently. And that's what I'm here to support you to do every single step along the way so that you too can begin to live your one wild and precious life with less stress, less overwhelm, less drama, and instead with zero regrets. Finally, if this podcast resonates with you at all and you appreciate the content, I would absolutely love for you to show your support by leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm on a mission to help more people wake up to the preciousness of life and to help them live their days with more intention and purpose, and your review will help make this goal of mine possible. Once again, thank you so much. I have loved spending this time with you, and I look forward to connecting with you again. I am Frances Vitakovic, and you have been listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast.